Welcome to Entrepreneurs in Progress, a podcast about entrepreneurs figuring out how to be successful in real time. I'm Lauren Kemp. And I'm Bridget Price. And we're two entrepreneurs who have built businesses that bring in $300,000 and $700,000 in revenue per year and started some businesses that have lost a few thousand too. We're sharing our experiences of what the entrepreneurship journey is really like to help you become confident, successful entrepreneurs faster than we did. Today we're answering, what do you do when you realize your life has become all about work? (laughs) We think that we'll have more freedom and flexibility when we leave corporate jobs to become entrepreneurs, but often end up working more than before. We need to recognize when it's time to adjust our work-life balance and keep our end goal in mind. But is working too much really a bad thing? And how do you know when it's just a phase versus a real problem? Bridget and I answer these questions as we share our experiences of Well, becoming one-dimensional and only about work. (laughs) Let's get started. Bridget, can you tell us about the moment you realized your life had just become only about work? So work taking over my life has been a constant for the last 10 years or so. And it really became the norm about seven years ago when I was a victim to the ugly side of hustle and grind culture. My hustle became like a badge of honor. Anyone who came across me in 2015 and beyond knows I was all about work. Cue Rihanna. Work, 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 work. (laughs) (laughs) But I was doing my best to still be social and I was doing happy hours. I was going on weekend trips with my friends. So I thought I was mastering being a multi-hyphenate. But in reality, my life was just really all about work and I was punctuating it with these moments and not fully being present or fully engaging. If I had to think back to a specific time where it was really illuminating about how much I was working, it was about three and a half years ago, and two events actually took place simultaneously. I decided to join my friend's kickball league because I had gone four or five months without seeing him. And that was just unacceptable. That was a really long time. And so Mm -hmm. I did decided to dedicate a few of my hours on Sunday to spend time with him so we can catch up. And then my mom came to visit me around this time and she had stayed for a few weeks. And pretty much every night that she was visiting, I was working until like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. And that one night it drove her to tears because Mm -hmm. not only did she see me literally work or witness firsthand me work as much as I said I did when I'd call her or check in on her. She didn't really know why I was working this hard. She didn't understand. I was also working full time again, you know, why this job had me working such late hours. And she just Mm -hmm. was really upset about it. And she just really did not want that for me. And it was the first time I thought, okay, wow, I really need to slow down. But I didn't, at this point, I really didn't know how to. It became the norm. And so, quite honestly, life has a way of humbling you and telling you to sit your ass down somewhere. (laughs) And that time came for me during the pandemic. So the pandemic really gave me like a reprieve and had me reevaluate or reassess how I spent my time. And since Mm -hmm. then, I've been doing a better job at recalibrating my approach to work-life balance. But yeah, I've been pretty much one-dimensional for the last seven years, and I've now I'm shifting that in the last mm-hmm. year and a half too. What do you do when you don't have those big life moments that yeah. force you to do that? What do you do when you're just going along your regular day? How do you notice when that one-dimensional, like all about work, you know, mm-hmm. hustle is creeping up again? And how do you combat that? I'm getting better at recognizing the signs thanks to therapy, but mm-hmm. I do have a checks and balance system in 
built in with Marcus. So like Mm -hmm. he acts as my accountability person, I guess you can say, hey, you need to slow down. You're doing too much. And I'll realize that I'm doing too much before I had a hard time admitting it to myself. So I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm in this phase now where I'm openly admitting, okay, yeah, I'm teetering on working too much again or becoming one dimensional. And so Mm -hmm. I am able to check in, but I haven't completely mastered yet being able to what I call blow up my own life. I don't mean (laughs) self-sabotage, but I do mean like not having someone tell you, okay, you're going to have to pull back. You're going to have to stop or making Mm -hmm. decisions for you. And it's still a learning situation for me. I'm processing it all still. But at least I'm getting better at admitting it to myself and recognizing the signs. That's great. And I think, too, like it's not uncommon to have that for people to fall into the hustle and grind culture. It's such a prevalent thing, especially for our, you know, American society in particular, like a lot of glorification of work and working hard and needing to earn it and all of that. And so taking a step back, do you think working too much is really a bad thing? I think if you are unsure of your purpose or goal and what you're trying to achieve, working without an end in sight or means to an end is bad. In hindsight, I was working on things and for people who just didn't really fulfill me. And Mm -hmm. I won't say it was all for nothing. You do learn a lot in those types of experiences. But a lot of the pushing I did on myself was unnecessary in the long run. It mm-hmm. didn't materialize the way I thought it would. It didn't get me the promotion I thought I was going to get or coveted. It didn't get me the raise that I felt I deserved. It didn't thrust me into this trajectory of where I thought I would experience this like immense success. It just, for a lack of better words, it just really wasn't worth it. I wish yeah. I would have worked a lot less and been more engaged in creating and having experiences. With that said, if you do have a particular goal in mind, if you do have a means to an end, working too much in the beginning is kind of necessary, but you just have to find a threshold or you have to decide how long you're going to do that for. And too much is, you know, a very subjective phrase. Someone's too much can vary from person to person. And I think it does depend on your values. Personally, I think focusing on any one thing and having no other interests or balance in your life is a recipe for unhappiness, whether Mm -hmm. you're focusing too much on work or focusing too much on a relationship or too much on yourself, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. My personal belief is that to try to have a balance in life realizing that not everything will be in balance all the time. Mm. You know, sometimes you need to work more. Sometimes you do need to rebuild those relationships. And sometimes you do need to focus on yourself and your health. But I guess it's hard because sometimes you can't tell when it's been too much. But for me personally, I think I can tell when one thing has taken over too much of my life for too long. Yeah, that's good. How did you end up finding that out? Or what was your discovery process? So with becoming one-dimensional with work, I don't remember the exact timing. I think it was like last year. I remember it had been a brutal few months of work. And when people would ask us what we're doing for the weekend, Mariah and I would reply, oh, we're we're working. Mm -hmm. You know, when we'd take our dog for a walk or go out to dinner, we'd talk about work. It was just always on our mind. And when I'd talk, I think what I really noticed is like when I'd talk with friends and family, I didn't really have anything to update them on or say like anything that wasn't related to work. There just mm-hmm. wasn't anything else going on in our life. There wasn't anything interesting that I was doing mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of it. And that's when both Brian and I realized we're like, oh, man, we're like very one dimensional right now. And I hate I don't know. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
because even though we like what we do and even though we love not working for anyone else, there's more to life than work. And work yeah. is not even our number one value. That's how I realized it was happening is, mm -hmm. you know, you don't see your friends and family, you don't travel, you don't have hobbies. And when you do talk to people, like you only have one thing to talk about. Right. So, Same. Yeah. Marks and I would have those conversations and yeah, damn, all we are talking about is work mm -hmm. or we wouldn't have many updates for our friends and family either. Uh, my conversations become really monotone and very just surface level. And that's when mm -hmm. I know I've been too far into the weeds, depending on the person. Sometimes they'll try to launch into updates about their life, but I'm not even fully being present for their updates and being short with them or telling them I have to get back. And one of the things I saw this billboard a few few years ago and I thought it was super powerful. It basically said to replace the word busy with productive. Mm. And it's just changing the idea of just saying, oh, it's been so busy and uh, I've been busy, man. And and it just is changing that approach to describing or telling people or getting people caught up on what you're doing. It's been such a busy week. And it's just, is that, what is that even saying? What does that even mean? Busy has a lot of, you know, interpretations, but I think it's a safe word to use when you don't really have a lot of updates to give, when you aren't in the mood to share what's really been going on, or you're just mm -hmm. tapped out. Yeah, just burning the midnight oil. But I try mm -hmm. to stay productive because when I do say that, it has led to follow-up questions. Oh yeah, so what's going on? Or, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh, what'd you do? Yeah. And I feel a lot more comfortable launching into, oh, we just did this initiative or mm -hmm. we had this problem and we chose to solve it this way or we still have this problem. We're in the process of solving it. And it opens it up a lot more than just saying I've been busy. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's important to say that, too, because I don't always feel the most productive, but that doesn't necessarily mean you haven't been productive. That's a great um, point. Yeah. And I think when you mentioned about always talking about work, gone on dates, and that's what the conversation turns to is about work. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And then we'll talk about how we just talk about work and we need to talk about other things. Yeah. Like, what do you want to talk about? It's like, oh, what do you think the dog's doing right now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was pissed one day. It was a couple years ago after uh, me and Marcus just really working a lot and not really seeing each other. He initiates a date night and I was so excited. It was a new restaurant and we got all dressed up and it was super cute, quaint, all these things. And I was just so happy that it was just a spur of the moment. And then literally two or three minutes into the date, Marcus starts talking about work and I lost it. Like <laughs> I was like, I am sick and tired of talking about this. I just wanted to unwind and decompress mm -hmm. and not talk about work. And he was really hurt by that because he was so passionate. And to yeah. him, work is his life and not in a bad way in the sense of like entrepreneurship. His business is what he's passionate about. So it's a yeah. part of him. And so he felt like I didn't want to talk about something that mm -hmm. was important to him. But mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk about anything else. You know? <laughs> I was completely burnt out. And it's hard sometimes when you're in a business with your significant other, depending on where they are in the stage of the business, that's all mm -hmm. they want to talk about. And it's hard to strike that balance, you mm -hmm. know, engage further with them. Yeah, that's definitely happened with me and Brian where I've told him, like, let's just not talk about work. Like, it's it's either too much or it's making me anxious or I just don't want to talk about it. 
one of the things we do now, I think I mentioned before, is I will reserve some time in the day to catch up with Marcus about work. Mm -hmm. That way he gets to share or express how he's feeling. I is also a place for me to share and express how I feel because at first I did it almost like to placate him. Mm -hmm. But now I look at it as, no, this is time that we both need to spend talking to one another about what's going on mm -hmm. and collaborating versus filling each other in type of thing in a rushed manner. Yeah. How do you know mm -hmm. when working all the time is just a phase versus a problem? Like I said before, I can kind of tell when one thing has taken over my life for mm -hmm. too long. So for me, like, I think a phase could be anywhere from a few weeks to a few months. You know, I used to think about when I worked at Salesforce, like I'd tell people, I'm like, sorry, guys, I'm in my Dreamforce month. That's our big conference. You are not going to see me for a month. It's going to be mm. really a lot, but that's okay. Sometimes with your business, you, there's some seasonality and you know, okay, like it's the end of year or end of quarter. Like, right. you know that there are going to be times where you're just going to be working a lot more and that balance is not going to be there for the other things. But, you know, when it starts getting longer than a few months, when it starts to become four or five or six months, I don't think that's just a phase anymore. That's just your life now. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. I would joke with Brian. I'm like, this is just my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, like something needs to be adjusted now because it's not temporary. It is becoming permanent. Yeah. You know, it's always some truth to humor. <laughs> joke that this is my life now. Mm -hmm. But you're, you know being transparent about what's actually happening. And if you're not careful about that, it can really consume your life. And before you know it, you're two, three years down the line and you've eroded relationships or you might get to a place where you are questioning why you're doing this because you haven't been able to be multidimensional. You've just been really myopic in your quest mm -hmm. for success. <laughs> How about you guys? How do you know when it's a problem versus a phase? I think in the beginning, and depending on where you are in your career or startup, you're always going to work more. That scale is going to be, you know, unbalanced. It's how you learn the fastest. You need to work to keep up the momentum. I think a telltale sign is when you are canceling on family and friends or even yourself just to work. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice is necessary, but it's a really fine line. And mm -hmm. there would be times where I would tell my friends I can't link up with them or I can't meet up or even counseling on seeing my family, like taking trips to go out and see them. And then even having something reserved for me and not actually doing that because I've decided to work. And mm -hmm. I think for me personally, that's why I get burnt out so easily now. Like I just, I have a more of a desire to be who I am at the core and anything mm -hmm. that pulls away from that, it just doesn't gel with me anymore. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah, those are some good signs, especially the canceling on mm -hmm. people and just not seeing anybody. Like even introverts need some social interaction. So I think that's definitely important. But if you could choose one thing to take away from this episode, what would it be? Take the damn vacation. <laughs> I think that's part of like recalibration. Like you need to have some time off to realize, oh my gosh, I've been working too much. I need to get out more, smell the flowers. It's very easy for entrepreneurs to be workaholics because you're starting from scratch. But don't be afraid to take a break and don't lose sight of who you are. I would say if you have a list of your hobbies or things you like to do, check in with yourself to see when the, when was the last time you did that thing. If mm -hmm. it's been months and it's something you love, I think that's a really bad sign. 
for me, it was years. I went years without engaging in my love of books, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. I would probably read like a book or two a year and that just was not me. Mm -hmm. And so I found my love for reading again. And it's like, how the hell did I lose this? But you get caught up in the throes of everyday life and work and trying to hustle and you lose sight of the things you really did enjoy. So take stock of that and then make sure you give yourself time to engage in those activities. Yeah, I would say similar. Just every once in a while, Brian and I like to reflect on our values and assess whether or not we're living in line with those values. If we say that we value relationships, are we actually taking actions that are in line with building relationships and seeing people? If we say work is not our top priority, why is it all consuming? Take some time, take some periods of time to think about what are my values and then what are the actions that I'm actually taking? Do they line up? And if not, it's probably time to adjust. That's it for today. Want to be a part of a fun, encouraging entrepreneurial community? Join us in the Entrepreneurs in Progress Supercast community. For only $5 a month, you get to join a community of fellow fans and entrepreneurs to discuss entrepreneurship, as well as have access to Ask Me and Lauren Anything, behind-the-scenes content, and a shout-out in our future episodes. The link to join our Supercast community is in the show notes. Your support helps ensure that we can keep creating this podcast, whether it's contributing to our Supercast community joining our LinkedIn group, or even just sharing episodes with your friends and family. Thanks for listening, and until next time.